It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips, and share. For more information, check them out at clipit.tv or check them on Twitter at clipit.tv. Hey guys, John Barchard here. The Eagles are heading to the NFC Championship game, which means that fantasy football season must be over, right? No, no, no. With one week fantasy football at DraftKings.com, the fantasy football season does not stop until the games do. So while your season-long league might be done, it's not too late to draft a new team and win money while doing it. At DraftKings, there's so many ways to play. You can choose from public contests with huge cash prizes or private contest where you can compete against your friends and they've even got beginner and casual contests where you'll play against people of similar skill sets and the best part you get to draft a new team each week and drafting a team is arguably the best part of fantasy well aside from winning all the cash that is huge cash prizes and bragging rights await only at DraftKings. use promo code bgnr at draftkings.com right now to play for free with your first deposit for your share of hundreds of thousands of dollars in total prizes this Sunday. But hurry, Sunday's going to come around. We're going to be tailgating, drinking beers, and rooting for the birds. So get to DraftKings.com right now and choose your lineup, and you can play for some serious cash on Sunday while going crazy at the link. That's code BGNR, only at DraftKings.com. Zip Squad. Next level. BGN Radio. Let's go. Welcome to the next level, the creme de la creme, Teron Davenport, Barrett Brooks, link with BGN, next level boys breaking down the game, other podcasts out, but they not the same, TD the fly one, peep the suits and the wingtips, honest opinions, from the Gibsons to the Winces, I'm left handed, Barrett Brooks got my blind side, Super Bowl winner, see the game from a champ size, route concepts down, the techniques in the trenches, you wanna learn football? And tune in and listen BGN Radio Next Level Podcast You thinking about discussing the Eagles? Better stop that From senior bowl workouts to the draft Down to training camp Breakdowns of all 22 They the best at that Special insights giving sight to the blind So sit down, push play And when they done, rewind Next Level Ooh, What can you say? NFC Championship here in Philadelphia What more can you say about that? I am Teron Davenport here with Barrett Brooks. You know what time yes, it is. Yes, sir. It is the Next Level Podcast. The door has opened. The stairway is, is set to be walked because you know where we're going. Where we to the up. I always Yo. look forward to saying that every week, man. I wake up on Tuesday mornings and I'm just like, yeah. We're going to the upper room. We're going to the upper room. 
<laughs> but uh, <laughs> wow, Eagles pulled out a win over the Falcons. Is something that you heard predicted right here on this podcast. Not exactly the way we predicted it, but I mean, just to kind of unpack the game real quick, I, I think defensively they showed that they have a championship caliber defense. Oh, there's no question about that. No question. We we don't even have to discuss that. We we understood they had to get their stuff straight again. They went over some uh some bumpy roads, understanding you know that they went very vanilla. You know, I think the team in general for the last two weeks, you know, well three weeks, concluding the bye. Were very vanilla in what they brought to the table. Um, I don't know if it was something that that uh, Coach Peterson wanted to do, not exposing anything that he didn't want to run in, in the playoffs. Because I mean, there really wasn't any need to really do that anyway. Mm-hmm. But offensively, I know I've never seen a, a more vanilla type of offense than I saw against the Raiders. You know, and 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 you know, even even against the Giants. But going in and 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 now. Things that they showed, even on defense, you know, they they like they lit it up a little bit on, on the defense side of the ball. They start bringing blitzes. They started yeah. making sure they they went after um, Matt and, and Matty Ice and, and made sure that they made them a little frustrated back there in the in the backfield, made them run around a little bit and throw. I really like that well timed safety blitz. McLeod was able to get in there. Great play. It Great was play. a perfect call. Great execution by McLeod. I think this week, this past week rather. You saw Fletcher Cox show why he was paid that money, you know, and wow. just the way he was able to dominate on the inside. And as, as Jim Schwartz said, it it wasn't only that. I mean, the guy was running down receivers on screens. And, and I mean, I was telling a friend of mine the other day, I, I said, you really don't understand how athletic Fletcher is. Because to be that big and have feet that the way he, he has is outstanding. So he had a, a really good game. Jalen Mills played well. Um, Darby w- was was decent too. Yep, I, yep. I think it was a very complete effort. That last play, though, man. And even before you get to the last play, two plays before that, you had Darby. He played that that fade to Julio yep. Jones perfectly. He escorted him towards the sideline just yep. like you want to. Great job. That last play, though. What what was when you look at it? What were the keys to, to making that play happen like that? Bro, remember when we were in a camp and we sat back there and we watched. Mm-hmm. We watched how Jalen Mills and Malcolm Jenkins sat there and went over that over and over again about their about their feet were. Even 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 your young boy, um, thirty two, uh, Douglas Rasul. Yeah, Rasul. Yeah, it was Rasul, Jalen Mills, and Malcolm Jenkins. Sitting there with Coach Underland and just going over how you put that, how they put their feet right at the goal line, and no wasted movement. You know, yeah, they didn't yeah. backpedal. They didn't have any nervous feet. They stood right there and let the guy go out there, and then they attacked him. It was no wasted movement in how they played the play. I mean, he he played it perfectly. You know, most people get nervous feet and start backing up for no reason. He didn't back up until he absolutely had to back up, understanding that he had less room. For, for Julio Jones to work with and played the play the way it was supposed to be played. Man. And just pin him to the outside. Because yep. yep. even if Julio – and a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, it might have been different if Julio caught the ball. It would not have because even if he bounds. did catch the ball, yeah. he was out of bounds. That's because exactly. he rolled him out. Now, the reason why I agreed with you so quickly when you talked about back to camp, 
I thought you were going to talk about something that you pointed out, and that was Michael Kendricks and how you felt he was more oh, no comfortable yeah. in the defense and how he just seemed more at home. Bro, we ain't going to talk about we, we, we talked on, on a quick slant today about the most improved player. Yeah. And it was a toss-up between Jalen Mills and Michael Kendrick. Michael Kendrick making play, even on that last play, if he'd have left and ran like he did when he was a young buck, then that mean your boy would have been wide open, cold would have been wide open. And and that's where I thought you were going with it. But I mean, we're gonna talk most improved play. I mean, you know, my son has to be uh, of, of course put into the conversation. Oh, talking about on defense, okay, man. Okay, on defense. Okay, okay. Well, there's no question about that. Yeah. I mean, he came out, he's he's come out there and played bananas. But uh, you know, just just talking about how Michael Kendrick, man, played that play. Right. How he didn't overrun a lot of plays. He was there to make a play. In fact, remember the the, the pass play he broke up going into the end zone? And um, no, they were, they were in the red zone, and he backed up, and he it should have been a pick. He should have picked it. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. But you know, he got depth. He didn't chase the guy out there. He just got depth and widened out a little bit, and he got into the passing lane, and it should have been a pick. And see, that's the thing that I like that he's doing is he's trusting the scheme. He's playing his job, and that's something. Uh, two plays where he did that. So this week he's going to have to play his job. Um, you also got another Kendricks on the opposite side of the ball that's going to have to do his job. And getting right into a thing that I think the Eagles should look at doing, and this happened yesterday when I was watching a few of their games. I obviously went back, watched the Saints game, but I watched the Redskins game. And they were able to get Chris Thompson in that slot. So you had number one and number two. They were in trips. Number right. one and number two to that side, they both ran the slants. And you had Thompson running a wheel behind oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fourth and two, and it was like a 30-yard play. Right, 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 right. Fast forward to Sunday, they walked Kamara out. Kendricks came out over him. One and two, slant, touchdown. And that was their second touchdown of the game. Why do I say that? Because I think the Eagles can do that. And the thing I always like about these late games is you have a guy who just comes out of nowhere and you're like, Dad, why didn't they use him all year? Where has he been? Number 38, I think, is a guy that you could use in that situation. And I would 100% take shots, one or two. I would give him the opportunity to make plays in that same type of situation. All he does is make plays, man, when he's in office. He makes plays, man. And, you know, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about that when you said that, but I was thinking about it being a bunch formation. That's bunch formations when you have one guy at the point and two guys, almost like an arrow, you know, and run that in bunch formation. You know, outside guy and the point guy run those slam and then run on the outside. That's, I mean, that's, that's right there, bro. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Day. I mean, it's right there all day. And the thing that – Excuse me. What's interesting is they had the guys on the outside. Like it was spaced out, and it still set that natural pick for them. Another thing I think they need to do this week, especially, and the Eagles showed some of it uh, last week, and we touched on it a little bit. That ace formation, you know, oh, with yeah. the two tight ends. Mm-hmm. I think this week is is when they could really go to that because I mean, let's face it, the Vikings are at their strength when they have all three of their linebackers in there. Right, so if you could get one of them out and put Anthony Barr in a different type of role, you have an opportunity. So I say that because you could really just work off of what they if they go tempo, right, and they have the two tight ends in there. Well, you know what, the Vikings are going to have an opportunity to 
to sub in and out. No question. So you take advantage of that. It really is, okay, if you, if you go light, all right, we're going to run the ball. You go heavy, we're going to pass it. There were a couple plays out of the Bengals game. The Bengals used their second tight end. You, you had Tyler Eifert. He's gone for right now. Uh, the Dowlingtown kid yep. um, that went to Rutgers. Uh, Tyler Croft is his name. And then they used C.J. Uzoma. And what they did, 12 personnel, ace formation, and they had Uzoma kind of wham down on the um, – the defensive end and then released to the flat. Right, and right, right. It was a nine yard game. Then later they ran play action and then he really he ran a, a, a shallow out route and it was a seven yard game. You These are the ways that they it. could yeah. do exactly uh, things that they could do. I mean, if you look at it, man. Just like you said, you got two virtual receivers. You know, you you have you know Zach Ertz and you have Burton. Trey Burton is just a good receiver as our receivers. Put him in a position where he can go out there and catch some pass plays, man. Every time he's throwing it deep to him, he's caught it. Yeah. Let's, let's attack them, ske- them them seam routes, man. Because now, you, just like you said, you put Barr on a guy because there's no way that he can keep up with either one of those tight ends. Mm-hmm. Barr is a good linebacker, but he's a good run stopper. He's, exactly. Or, or, a, or a pass, pass rusher. rusher. off the edge. Yeah. But he's not a good linebacker linebacker. He's like a Connor Barwin type of That's linebacker. That's a good comparison. You know, yeah. so you put him out there and make him get in coverage. You know what I'm saying? That's where you force your hand. You know, yes, the other Kendrick, Eric Kendrick is good. But I mean I don't see him really making plays in the in the in the past. I mean, no, I, we I, just I, talked about how, how he could get beat, you know. Right. You so. know, so I mean, we there are so many ways. People say, Oh, this defense, this I thought this was the best matchup simply because I won't I, I take Case Keenum all day mm-hmm. as opposed to going out there and playing against Drew Brees. Pure point. One hundred percent. And you, you saw it in the Saints game. Right. He will put the other team back in the game. No question. And this is something I try to tell the guys in the in the uh in the locker room. I try to tell the guys in the in the media uh House, you know, I say, hey, look, man, Case Keenum, he, he's not that dude, man. No. He, he's going to put the ball. He throws it up there. He just throws that, like it, literally, just throwing it up there. So that's an opportunity yeah. for. We're the talking defense. about rookies, and they they had rookies out there. We actually have some guys that can go out there and play basic fundamental football. Everybody tell me, oh, you know, Jalen Mills got beat with the double move in in, in the um, Giants game. Well, he got beat with the double move because he was watching film, and that's how they beat him mm-hmm. the first game. All them slant plays, slant yeah. play. Well, them guys on the other side of the bell get paid too. They watch the same film and say, "All right, they start collapsing on the slant, so I'm gonna go slant and go." Right. They're they're fundamentally sound, man. They're a lot better better when people give them credit for. So because of that, they'll be in a better position than they were, and they definitely won't be playing as bad as as as, as the Saints corners were. You know, I mean, even you know, all world, what's his name, Marshawn, Marshawn Lattimore. Lattimore. He didn't have a really good game, man. He didn't have a good game. Not not what I've seen him do. Not by his standards. Exactly. Yeah, he did yeah. not, man. You know, and and even flip the other side of the ball, you know, just watching them. I, I didn't think Xavier Rhodes had a good game. Mm-hmm. I thought he got beat a lot of times, Michael bro. Thomas was giving him work. Real right? question. Thomas yeah. was giving him work. Yep. I'm talking like beat him for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So I mean, these guys have kinks in their armor. They're not this, they're not this 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 foe, you know, that everybody's thinking they are. Yeah, they sweet, they good. You know, but our defense is just as good as them. Yeah. And we go pound for pound. I'm going to tell you the truth, man. I think we got more weapons than they do. Yes, Thielen's good. Rudolph is good. Diggs. And, and, and Diggs is good. Those three. But I'll take our running backs, our tight end. Our tight end is better than their tight end. I'm, I'm going to say that. Mm-hmm. We have Burton. We have backs that are better. I mean, Murray's, Murray's okay. But, man, you get you get Ajayi going. Bro, I'm telling you, this game is very, very winnable game. Oh, 100% is very winnable winnable game. And, you know, 
you talk about the weapons. Well, I, I'm I'm going to bring it to to where you played, and that's the trenches. Oh, Both sides the, of the ball. No I think they are better. It, it's funny because I I was talking to someone about that. It, huh? How do you listen? That defensive line has the top three. It's One happening. of the top three defensive tackles in the game, a true disruptor, and then you got the guy next to him who who is BG. definitely, and then B, BG is disruptive, man. So you yeah. got Chris Long, you got there's a lot with that that front front seven. I'll take against most teams, so I think they they outweigh him there for sure. And the then defense. our O line is better, no line. Their right tackle no is going to get beat to sleep, man. Riley Long Reef. might have two ta- uh, two sacks. BG might have a sack and a half. I mean, just across the board, I think our defensive line. If, if, all right, you got Griffith. Yeah, he led the NFL in, in, in sacks. We're talking about one guy. And if mm-hmm. you beating him up, running the rock on him, exactly. You 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 really you really put him in a position where he don't want to do that. He don't want to be fighting those guys, man. He don't want to fight them guys. They rotate him out a lot too. You see Brian Robinson come in ninety six. Right, exactly. Yep. And then you got Danelle Hunter on the other side, who is one of those speedy, twitchy, edgy guys, but. I'm telling you, Vitae, or well, he's going to be going against Lane, and Lane gets hands on him, it's over. Because dude is uh, on, well, Griffin is going to primarily go against, unless they, they, I mean, they move him around, but I think Griffin is going to see Vitae more, and Daniel Hunter is going to see Lane, and. They, Lane gets hands on that dude, it's, it's over. Dog, I'll take my money. I'll take my money against him all day. Yeah. Now, on the other side, Big Lane, he got to show me a little more, but they got to put him in a good position like they did this last game. You yeah. ran the rock and put him in a position where, all right, you don't know what you're doing now. You know, they don't understand. If you put him out there running the rock on him, let him lean on him a little bit, them legs get a little tired. And that's what they did. They beat him up up front. Then they ran a couple screen plays, having them big defensive line turning and running. Mm-hmm. That's all by design, man. If they do that, man, and now now the defensive line is looking at, all right, they ran all these screens on these plays. Now the defensive line are kind of hesitant, like, all right, I can't, I gotta, I gotta stay contained. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta make sure I get contained. I gotta make sure I'm doing this, you know, because they ran so many various plays, man. That's why I'm kind of proud of of Doug and understanding. Okay, we want to, we we gonna run very vanilla for the next two, for the, um, the last two weeks of the of the of the season, very vanilla stuff. Now we're going to come with, you know, everything in the pot. We're going to run brave. everything. Oh, man, the, 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 what they ran to, 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 to Nelson Aguilar, man, oh, that counter. tackle trap. Yeah. Bro, that's ingenious, man. A tackle trap to a, to a, to a, to a jet motion. Man, I'll take that all day, man. Yeah. You, get, you, got, you got the quickest player on the team out there, one-on-one against, man. I, that could have been big, man. It could have been even bigger than it was. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize Nelson in high school – uh, he was he was a running back. He played a lot of running back. He didn't convert fully to wide receiver until he got to USC. Right. So they took advantage of that. And it's funny because Stephon Diggs was the same way. Yep. And yep. these two players are very similar, if you ask me, yep. as far as their ability to get yards after the catch, the way you could use them all over. So that's a good point. And that was great by Doug Peterson to do something that they did with running backs a lot, but they wanted to get that speed aspect. And it worked for them. So just another, just another way in which, all right, now you gotta, you gotta go out there. You gotta prepare for this. Now they're preparing for the tackle trap, speed, speed option run. Then you gotta the the the, the option plays that they had the run run pass option. Then I mean, whatever you want to call. Man, it, they made me mad with that, but I'm not even gonna go into that, bro. I'm not even gonna go into that. <laughs> RPOs get on my damn nerve. I talk about RPOs. People don't understand what an RPO is, man. That's what it is, man. Well, I mean. Like we discussed earlier, you have the option or you have two different uh, forms of the play, right? Yeah. You you have the one where the, the 49ers did in 2012 where Kaepernick really 
will have three reads. Pass, give the ball to the the, the dive, or pull it and run. Yep. You know, and, and those were all Option mid plays. play yep. options that he could do. Yep. It's during not during the play. They have it during the play. During play. A true legitimate run pass option is when you get you're in a huddle, the coach gives you two plays. All right. If it's an eight man box, they have two plays. If eight man box, that's a heavy run box that you pass it. You run 62. Or if you go in there, it's a light box. You only have six people in the, in the defensive box. Then you run a run play. All right, we're going to run 15 slant. You know, those are run pass options. When you're at the ball, calling it calling it at the line of scrimmage so everybody's blocking the same play. The true read option in which they had, um, they had uh, Foles doing was a read option. He faked the dive, option with the dive. If the linebacker and, and – and, and the, and the defense being crashed, he will pull it and he throw it. Mm-hmm. It's not an RPO, man. It, uh, let's go on, man. I don't know what to do. Yeah, about. yeah. I get well, you know, the RPO is the sexy thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what everybody yeah, wants to RPO, you, RPO. Yeah. I, remember, I remember everything was was the uh, was the uh, draw. What was it uh, uh, that that draw play, man? Um, Shuffle lag draw. Play? Oh, lag draw. Yeah, the, like the lag, delay yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, you know, the things get to be trendy. and Yeah, that, that's hey. what it is. RPO is like the trendy thing to say. Half the people don't know what tr- RPO really is, man. Well, you know, it kind of makes me mad when you're an offensive lineman, you know what you're running. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it, man. I, I know what they running, man. So when I'm looking at it, and then I had one of my hosts say, you know, it was an, uh, it, it was a RPO. I said, no. I said, no. Say, when they ran the read option, she said, oh, it's an RPO. I said, no, that was the read option. Two different things. Two different Two different things. things. Two different things. But it's okay because you'll see both of them on Sunday. No question. That being said, I mean, we kind of breeze through it, and that's that's good. Now let's prediction time, right? It's the NFC Championship. This Vikings defense is, is outstanding. Hey, they're, they're really good. But when they're playing on the road, their points per game goes up. Yes. So that being said – I'm thinking it, it I mean it's to me it's a flip of the coin. And at this point my coin is double sided. It's got two <laughs> heads on it. So I flip the coin, Eagles win. And I'm I'm looking at I me, mean, I'm just going from if I'm gonna sit down and break it down from an analytical standpoint, we got the third best rushing team in the league. If we run the ball like we did this last game, thirty two runs to thirty passes, that's a victory all day. We're talking about a defense that, you know, I think they were they went 3-4-11 as far as, you know, run the, I mean, uh, uh, touchdown, a pass, whatever you want to call it. When they're outside, mm-hmm. they're a worse team than they are inside. By five points. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm like, all right, man, being outside, being with our crowd, understanding our defense could beat up their offense. And I know their defense could beat up our offense, but I think we can make more plays with the players that we have as opposed to them. I think I think that is definitely a factor. I think you're going to have two long field goals from none other than Jake Elliott. I get I, and, and I, I I love them. I just don't like them from 30 in. Yeah, but 50 yeah. in, I'm good. In fact, if they in the 30 yard line, I'm gonna take two penalties, man. Now we go 50. Now he'll kick a 50 all the way through. And that I think is what's going to be the difference, and that's why I have. The Eagles winning seventeen to fourteen. I think it's going to be one a, a long field goal by by uh, Jake Elliott that's going to make the difference for them. And seventeen fourteen. That's my score for Eagles over the Vikings. Mine's twenty four nine. Twenty four to nine. Twenty four to nine. I think they get one touchdown and they kick a field goal, 
and that's it against our defense. I think they're going to sh- calm down on all these penalties. I think that's what kills this team, penalties. Mm-hmm. Right now we're like we, we average seven and a half, almost eight penalties a game. If we can get take away them penalties, man, the offense stay on time, defense will get off the field, we'll be a much better team, man. And I think that's going to be the deciding factor. So we have less penalties. I see us running 24 to 9, period. 24 to 9. There you have it. Both of us have the Eagles winning. Say what you want. And by the way, make sure you have your dog mask this 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 weekend too. Right, right, you right. <laughs> maybe you know, maybe after the game you, you you'll be able to go in the locker room and, and step <laughs> with Malcolm. You know, Atomic Dog. See, I'm not an Omega, so I'm not allowed to do I that. Am. But Omega side you do boy. you. So that's the show, folks. I appreciate you tuning in. Definitely be sure to continue to send us those clippets. Clip it. Uh, we clip broke it down a, TV, a couple baby. plays on the Eagles Wire. Uh, .usatoday.com. The Malcolm Kendricks one. Definitely go in there and check that out. So I'm Teron Davenport at T Davenport underscore NFL. At B Brooks MBCS. We'll be back next week. And for your sake, hopefully we're talking about the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. Thanks a lot, folks. Talk to you next week. Stretch your hand and I'ma chop it off. I dare you ask for a favor from your boss's boss. Shrimp scampi, angel head noodles, white wine sauce. Rwanda and the Ross, reload the Nina Ross. Settle metal when I'm focused on the green Donetto. Hocus Pocus, Gucci Lopez, cake with bacon soda. Cake for soldiers moving weight from Maine to Nova Scotia. Bang revolvers, problem solvers, that and pain the mothers. Lost a child, clips from play when they hear the loud. Nightmares, walking dead cause they sleep again. You either sheep or shit, be scared and cut to pieces. I lost for custom coops with the honey mustard.